It always starts with a beach, I notice. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, I like to ease into it, you know what <laughs> I mean? It's relaxing. But two soundscapes, we're going to be in the middle of a war, so <laughs> okay, better start, it's start easy, you know? I literally accosted Tyler in the street. Like, <laughs> I, it was really weird. But because I saw him leaving the corner store with the drinks, I did. And then I walked, and so I knew him, but he didn't know me. But then I was like, if I don't acknowledge this right now, it's going to be super <laughs> I imagine I just walked in. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, that's going to be even weirder. So I was like, I may as well just made it weird now. So I was like, uh, do you want to get in the car? She <laughs> yelled, get me. in the van. <laughs> <laughs> and I could it was like, like, get in the car, we're going to a podcast. It's like the weirdest thing in the world. It was really weird. It is weird. It was and I didn't know that there's like the back entrance here. So when you pass oh. the like uh, what's that street? Acorn. Acorn. You pass Acorn and I was like, I guess we're going somewhere else. <laughs> I better do the one that he's familiar with so yeah. he doesn't freak out. <laughs> it was super bizarre, but yeah. I felt like it would have been weirder, no, if I didn't acknowledge oh, you. Yeah, and if then I we showed got up <laughs> and I was like, wait a sec. I just saw you. Why didn't you say anything? Yeah. So that's what happened. That's how all this happened. How's your day been? Good, busy. Busy? Yeah. That's good. When yeah. you work for yourself, busy is good. Yeah, so, sometimes ish. ish. <laughs> Not when you're too busy. I've been the last like four weeks have been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. On what secret projects that you can't? No, not like, not that secret. <laughs> Just uh, work like stuff. I, yeah, work stuff. Okay. Like I've done, I've done several months of like my own projects, trying to get things off the ground, and then I also just added like actual work clients to like write for. <laughs> Okay. Without stopping the other stuff, so now I just work like 70, 80 hour weeks. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Jay, what kind of writing? Uh, currently, I'm doing, like my two paying jobs are I write scripts for uh, like one of those like Marvel Theory YouTube channels that do like... Okay, yeah, yeah. Venom's going to appear in the new Spider-Man, those like... Oh, really? Yeah, I write those for a company. And then uh, I also write content for a board game company. Oh, I like shit. help them make their board games. That's hilarious! Like what? What exactly? Um, like the other day, I, like actually today, I was writing cards. Actually, it's a tough one to explain. But yesterday, I wrote two hundred scenarios to get caught in. Okay. So just weird shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're going to incorporate this in a board game eventually. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So yeah. that's how that works. That's who writes this shit. I guess it's, it's me home. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I spend a lot of time in San Francisco because I have, like, friends in the tech community there. And I love visiting because I have no horse in that race. So, like, I just observe it when I'm there and have no involvement. And it's so crazy to see, like, how money is just treated like part of the game 
It's yeah. not. It's not how we look at it. That it pays the rent and buys groceries. Like it's literally it's like a, a tool. Fa- <laughs> yeah, it's a factor in this game they're yeah. all playing. That's why. So that's when negotiation becomes not. It's not even personal. Yeah. The same way we treat money. Like oh my god, it's our value. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. For them, it's like it's a game. It's like chips. It's like it, it doesn't that's matter. Just it, yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Even like when we were talking in our when we were finishing up our business plan, and the teacher was like, "Okay, so how how many of you need like more than a hundred thousand dollars worth of financing for your?" And like everyone was like, uh, "No, nobody." And they were like, "Okay, then." They were like, "When you go to a bank, they're not even going to treat you like a business. They're going to treat you like a person who needs a little bit of money." Like, right. and it's just cra- the amount of like financing that some businesses go through. It's like. It's crazy. It's a whole oh, different yeah. world. Oh, some of these companies. Yeah, um, these VC ones. It's like. Oh, my. Like, <laughs> they plow through, like, $50 million. No problem. No problem. That's why, and, yeah, we feel stupid to need, like, $5,000 for our business. Like, that seems like nail biting. Right. It's like, that's not even real money. Like, shut up. Just, like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's someone's dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. gross. It's gross. It's probably delicious, that dinner, actually. It's freeing, though, because people get, like, to start your own business. Yeah, if you need, like, $10,000, that sounds like so much money to some people. And it, listen, it's a lot of money. Well, but I mean, it is. It is a lot of money, but it's not, like, you can act, you can find that much money mm-hmm. if you're serious about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, an impediment to no, starting your no, life. No, definitely not. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a lot of money to the average right. person. If it were, like, sitting right here, it would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I'd get very excited. It probably, about it. <laughs> it probably wouldn't look like that much. Actually, yeah, it's true. It's no, it like, has to be in like ones. <laughs> I had a weird experience recently, where I was writing a movie script for this dude in Toronto, who, uh, not the not the cleanest of guys. Um, like he had a gorgeous penthouse apartment, like overlooking a stadium, and it was like a really wild experience he was a really nice guy and like every second week i would go down to toronto and stay with him for a few days just to like interview him and pick his brain because i was writing this movie for him and um were you writing it about him or just for him it was it was like a fictional interpretation of his story he has a really interesting story um the guy's been like a millionaire and broke like three times over (laughs) it's a crazy story uh, but he's like a scammer. That's what he does. Is he yeah. loves to scam? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I'm in this guy's like. I get the feeling, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but I get the feeling like he's not like he doesn't have a lot of friends. I think because of his line of work, he kind of holds himself up in the penthouse and like is a paranoid guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm so like when I would go and stay with him, I think he would really appreciate the the friendship and the camaraderie of having another guy there. And there was one night where I was interviewing him. It stopped. Then we had an actual conversation. And he was like, I could tell he was loving it. But it was getting to be like midnight, one in the morning. And I was like, all right, we have an early morning, more work to do tomorrow. I'm going to go to bed. And he clearly didn't want me to go to bed. And he goes, you ever seen a million dollars? And I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, you ever seen a million dollars? And I was like, no. He's like, come with me. And he takes me into his bedroom. And he has these, like, stacks of shoe boxes. And he opens up a shoe box and pulls out a stack that he can, like, barely hold in his hand. And he's like, that's a million dollars. Crazy, right? And I was like, yeah, it's nuts. And then we stood there in silence for, like, ten seconds. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit? Me. Yeah. Monopoly? Me. Yeah. And Monopoly, I don't think, has content like that, does it? But No. It doesn't Well, matter. I mean, you guys, someone's got to write the community chest yeah, uh, the cards. Yeah, exactly. 
What did those say? I don't even remember. They say stuff like, you want a beauty pageant. Oh. Collect $20. Oh, yeah. Someone has to write that shit. Exactly. You would think maybe, I would have thought someone would be going to an office, but it makes more sense for them to get someone freelance to do it from home. I would assume that most of them do it, like, in an office. Okay. Uh, like, I'm sure most companies hire people, but this is, like, a new startup doing it. And they were just like, let's get this guy. <laughs> we need content. Do they have any games? Not like, yet. No, not yet. It's a guy that left a pretty big game company to start his oh. own. Nice. Yeah. So I'm doing those two, and then I've got... I'm actually trying to narrow down because I've got like 12 projects in the works of my own. Of your own. Yeah. That's a lot of projects. It's too many are projects. Are you just throwing shit against a wall at this point? Or are you being... No, I'm trying to be smarter about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then like new things pop up and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do that too. So uh, it, the challenge is like focusing and getting something done. Do you feel like if... Is it scary? Is it like if you only limited yourself to three, you're like, but what if it was number five that was going to work out? Well, there's that, and there's also the fact that a lot of them don't require me 24-7. So, for example, I have like five shows being taken out to like networks right now, which I kind of just wait until they need a new deck or a new sizzle or whatever. So there's like an hour or two of work to do every other week or so, so it's good to just keep as many as I can juggling. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you mean someone's shopping them for you? Yeah. Kind of thing? Amazing. And I'm trying to be involved, but I'm very useless in that <laughs> regard. Why, why are you useless? I mean, I, uh, I'm an idea person. Okay. I don't know how to speak to networks and sell. Selling. Yeah, selling selling's is not like, for me. That's a whole different thing. We were just talking about it. We were just selling talking about it. Selling hard as shit. Yeah. If you're not a selling person. No, it's ugh. true. Yeah, That's true. like all the the best meetings that I've had in like boardrooms with production companies and studios are just the projects that I'm the most confident in. So that comes off like selling when I'm just really passionate and excited about it. But other than that, I don't know what to say or do. But I think everyone needs to. That's what we were talking. Everyone needs to find out the way in which they can sell something. Like, yeah. Because everyone thinks it's like the one way of selling, and that's the only way you can sell. And if you can't right. do that, like spiel, spit, like pitch yeah. thing, then Always you're closing, like, B. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the expression, right? ACB, yeah. That's what they teach you. It's from Boiler Room. That's number one. <laughs> but I think if you can find the way that you're comfortable pushing your own product, because yeah. at this point, everyone, you have to sell. Like, totally. doing working for yourself is like selling at this point. So you just have to figure it out. And also, I find there's like this negative stigma that's attached to it that you're like tricking someone. Yes, exactly. Which isn't the case if it's actually valuable and you're getting value for no, it. No, that's it. Yeah, it's a tough thing to say, like, this is worth this if you don't really believe in it. Yeah. That's why you did well in those meetings because you genuinely were right. like, this is something you're going to want. Yeah. Like, same with, I find same with negotiating. I always had such a bad taste in my mouth with negotiating and would avoid it at all costs. And only recently have I gotten more comfortable with the fact that, no, this is just two people that want the same thing. What works for both of them? Yes. Figure, figure yeah, out yeah. the puzzle. That's it. I know what you mean. It used to be, yeah, I don't know why. It felt like... It felt like they hated you. Like, it felt like they were trying to, like... Like, verses. Yes, exactly. That's it. But it's instead, let's just get to a place where we both feel good about what's going to happen. Exactly. It It looks like like nothing if it's it's hundreds. It's barely enough. Like, it's just just too big to hold in one hand. That's crazy. Yeah, you picture, like, the briefcase. Right. Like, full. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ugh, money. It's weird money. It's very weird. It's so stupid that we... We are such slaves to the thing we created. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And then we... Yeah, it's like the pursuit is more than... When you get it, you just want more. It's like you're never yeah. satisfied if that's all it is. Yeah. It's... Happiness, the true wealth. Exactly. You hear that, guys? You hear wealth, that? the true happiness. <laughs> Are you enjoying like all your pursuits right now? Yeah, a lot. Uh, yeah, actually, funny you bring up like entrepreneur school. I started about six months ago working with a career coach. Oh. That's been so helpful. Yeah, because right before you were just working in the dark, like you were just like yeah, just throwing darts at the wall trying to hit a bullseye, like blindfolded. Um, yeah, and it, like it's really helped kind of prioritize things, and more more than anything, just the mentality of like I find I do so many to me at least cool things that if I were to tell my 15 year old self that I do this as a for a living, I'd be stoked. <laughs> but when I'm in the the like, I'm in the day-to-day of it, I lose track of that, and it's just a to-do list of things to do, and I have to do that, and I have to do this, and I have to write that thing and that thing, and it sort of gets shitty, <laughs> and I kind of lose track of the fact that, like, wow, this is all really awesome stuff I get to do, not that I need to do, and that's a really important, like, shift. It's really hard to... <laughs> wow, Mike. I... This might be an emergency. <laughs> it's clearly not. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, no, it's true. But does the career, it helps with that? Oh, yeah, coach? for sure. Because he specializes with executives. He has, like, tons of really high-up executive clients, and I'm his only, like, creative client. Okay. So I find it really helpful just in terms of figuring out what I want. Like, the the big revelation I had recently was the fact that for the last decade or so, all I've really thought about is what could work. What are people going to like? What are people going to watch? What's going to get views? What could I sell? That's been the mentality. And only the last, honestly, like month or two have I been like 180 on that. What do I want to make? What do I wish existed? What would I want to watch that doesn't exist? And he pointed you in this direction. Yeah, for yeah? sure. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow, you wouldn't think he would yeah, get you'd that. You'd think he would point you in the other direction. Yeah. No, he's, he's good. Yeah, that's because yeah. he's good. <laughs> yeah. is true. Like, like yeah. an exec guy, you think he'd be like, what sells? Yeah, the business. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even, even, where'd you find this guy? Uh, he's a, I met him like two years ago. He's a friend of a friend, and we became very close okay. very quickly. Okay. Yeah. And then you turned it into a business relationship? Both. Like, I, we're, we're great friends, too. Okay. But, yeah, okay. we have, like, a weekly call, and he's super helpful. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Even sure. recently, I started, about two months ago, I started doing stand-up. Mm. And I've been writing for years, but I never actually got up on a stage. And I tried it, and, like, I really liked it, and I'm going to continue doing it. But I've been writing more and more now because I've, like, caught the bug, I guess. And I noticed that I was writing jokes based on what I think might be funny, but, like, anyone could write a joke about airplane food. Real art is, like, making it about yourself, making it personal. And only, like, last week did I figure that one out and started <laughs> writing. Like, it just started flowing out at that point. Yeah. I was like, I have a million things to say about myself rather than thinking about, like, you know what else is weird? Who figured out milk? <laughs> oh, but that is weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm in entrepreneur school currently. Cool. And I'm in the sales portion of the school right now. Where we're just wow. learning about selling. And it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting because you see it from a whole other perspective, not the one that they teach you like in TV shows and yeah. stuff. It's like how to really, truly sell. And it's your own product because you're an entrepreneur. So you're something that you're you're passionate about and stuff. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's That's cool. really cool. It's weird, but it's like, entrepreneur school sounds fake. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like I go with like a briefcase yeah. of crackers. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like you stay at home and watch Gary Vee videos. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like there's someone out there who calls oh, that entrepreneur. Oh, hundred percent. There's thousands of people that call that entrepreneur school. Yeah, it sounds super fake, man. <laughs> there's literally école des entrepreneurs Quebec. It's like a real thing. It's crazy. Wow. I go to a building and everything. And there's a teacher waiting for me. So yeah, it's weird. And is it like? So it's it's teaching you valuable skills. Yes. But when you graduate that, there's no, like, job to get from that, right? It's just teaching you how to be your own boss. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you learn with whatever skills you acquired and you can apply these or not to your own business. There's That's also cool. a subsidy element to it that they're actually nice. giving me money to, for one year to, like, get my business going. That's great. So that sense is also like, okay, I'll go to school. You're literally paying <laughs> me to go to school. That's Fine, great. I'll go. I'll go. That's clearly the best part. That's the yeah. best part. But the information has also been valuable. More so learned? than yeah. I thought. Yeah, I've definitely learned. Give yeah. me some. Give me something I can use. <laughs> Teach me something. Man. I can. That's you too on the spot. I did. I learned how to do a business plan. That's useful. Okay. Business plans are useful, yeah. it turns out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if you're going to seek financing and stuff. That's true. Yeah, so you're welcome. <laughs> Maybe, I think you just taught me something. I think I need to f- seek financing. Yeah, you got to find someone to pay for <laughs> yeah. your lifestyle is the key. <laughs> yeah, and that's, but that's what everyone says, right? The key to success is like... Like, there's only one you. Everyone can do anything, yeah. but no one can do what your your right. approach and stuff. And I also think that art in general has to be a bit selfish. It has to be about you, and it has to be personal and, like, saying something. So I find I, I almost... I wasn't being selfish enough with my work because all I thought about was what people might want, mm. and that's not how to do it. No. And what it's like the the super particular becomes like super universal, right? Because right. when you see something that completely represents your thoughts on the matter, someone else is likely to be like, "I that's crazy." Like yeah. that's like I just stopped uh, working on a project that might pick up again, but I had a docu series that I was pitching around all about like the premise was about social media influencers and how that's kind of uh, like a disease or an illness, let's call it. Like, that's a crazy thing that it's not, it's not diagnosable because it's so new and fresh, but, like, that's a crazy thing. For someone to take that on and be like, I'm going to influence. Yeah, and even to want that, that people strive for that, and, like, 13-year-olds grow up aspiring to be YouTubers is, like, really messed up. So I wanted to do a docuseries about that, and I started getting some interest, and the the ball started rolling, and then... I realized, like, this is a good idea, but I don't want to make it, so I just I just dropped it. <laughs> Can you sell that idea? Is that the idea that you would then... Just produce it? Yeah. Yeah, that would be the best case scenario, but they wanted me to, like... Like, I had, okay. I had a few production companies that were like, oh, like, we'll, we'll back it and you'll make it. And I was like, that's at least six months of my life to make this thing that I'm... 
not that excited. I think it should exist. I would yeah, love yeah. it to exist. You I'd love to sell it. the idea and <laughs> yeah. let someone make it because I think it's important. But I was like, I actually don't think I want to make this. And so the whole point being it probably wouldn't be maybe that successful because you aren't even yeah. that passionate about it. Yeah, like, which was like a super valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. Even la- I was in Toronto last week. And not with that guy, uh, <laughs> but I had a meeting with this uh, cannabis agency that like uh, they represent cannabis influencers. You smoke weed yet? I smoke a bit of okay. weed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they were pitching me on like, we're going to grow your brand. We're going to get you sponsors. We're going to get you brand affiliations. We're going to make you this like cannabis influencer. Yeah, yeah. And a year ago, I would be like, sick, like here's a whole team of people going to build my brand up. And then I sat there listening to them and was just like, wait a second, I smoke weed, but I'm like, by no means a yeah, cannabis yeah. guy. I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> these are these are good lessons. Yeah. These are important distinctions you're making for yeah. yourself, I think. Yeah. Because most people would have obviously just done it, because why not? Yeah, it's a knock on the door, you answer. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I would have done it. But I smoke <laughs> a lot of weed, so. Okay, because you went to It Dunn. fits my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't even know if you would do it. Of course I would do it. In fact, if you could put me in touch with those people. You know what's funny? So I was like, I didn't smoke until like three years ago. I never had smoked a joint. Then I did this show. I did a web series of my own called uh, Deadbeat Empire, which was just like me and friends watching web videos and making fun of them. And then I took that concept, because I only did like 10 or 12 episodes of it, and just on my own YouTube channel, and I pitched it to this production company in LA, and they were like, we want it, we're going to buy it, we're going to produce it for you, but it's a weed show. Yeah. And I was like, of course it is, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> a valuable lesson for interviewers is a lot of people think that they need to be the entertaining one. Yeah. The interviewer is the point guard. You just set up, you just throw alley-oops, and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. keep it... It's such a, it's such a refined skill. It's a very old-school take on a point guard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not so much anymore. But it's... Geez. Oh, top of the hour, top of the hour. <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do here is... I have this bowl right here. You're going to grab a little piece of paper out of there. We're all going to grab a piece of paper. It's going to have a question on it. You're just going to answer the question that you get. You are so far now. All right. I am far. That's true. Okay. Is top of the hour rude? Uh, because it interrupts people? Yeah. I liked it. It was, sho- it, was, yeah, it was shocking. Jeez, that's a lot. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to go first because mine's quick but long at the same time says what's better skip if you don't know alright so okay. broccoli or cauliflower oh. broccoli yeah right. Knicks or Lakers Oof, that one's tough I was a Knicks fan growing up so I'm gonna go with the Knicks but I don't know the Lakers are definitely probably better uh, Oliver Stone or Spike Lee oh man I hate both of these people Who's got the better movie? Oliver Stone. Well, you, you were a Knicks fan, so... Oh. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but since I went with Lakers, I'm going to go with Oliver. <laughs> okay. All right. Louis Vuitton or Yves Saint Laurent? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I like Yves Saint Laurent. That's a nice name. Yeah. So I choose that one. Two Chains or Quavo? Two Chains. Easy. Fall or Spring? Ugh. Fall, because it's not no, wet. I hate fall. Oprah or Elon Musk? Oprah, Whoa. definitely. Yeah. Not a big Elon fan. Kids or money? 
like like having your own kids <laughs> yeah, or just the concept of kids? I don't know. Because <laughs> if you choose money, are kids eliminated? I think I think that's what they're going for. Like, would you rather have kids or money in uh, the world? Yeah, or yourself? No, I think me. Okay, I'm you. Me. Yeah, because in the in the world is that's we probably need kids. <laughs> you need yeah. kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with money on this one. Playboy Cardi or Cardi B? It's Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> that one wasn't hard. Geeks or jocks? <sighs> that one's tough. Because <laughs> you dislike both or because you love both? I feel like our culture sort of just merged the two. It really has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say gox. Yeah. Cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I showed up thinking like, yeah, we'll just have some weed sponsors and fake weed smoke in After Effects. But no, I had to like, <laughs> I had to smoke like seven, eight joints a day going from like maybe one a week. Is <laughs> oh, that shit. when you were like sitting with the comedians? Yeah. Then? Okay, okay. So, so it was a super fun show. It wasn't supposed to be weed at first. I, did, first... I didn't pitch it as weed, but okay. then they were, when they bought it, they were like, it's a weed show. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duh, of course. So that was a challenge. That was Did, tough. I, I had to get better at smoking because of that show. <laughs> Are you doing more? For, for work. Yeah. Are you doing more of those? Or um, it's up in the air right now because I don't know if that company is going to produce anything new. I'm oh, not sure. Okay. But we did two seasons. So the first season I was like totally overwhelmed and like shell-shocked. And then the second season I actually practiced weeks before like getting high more often. <laughs> so I think I did a way better job yeah, season two. That's great. There was one day... So we did three days of filming four episodes a day, and then oh on the fourth God. day was just how pick- many hours of filming per episode? Two to three. Oh shit! Yeah, long days. Oh, yeah, long days. And like the tough part is having to remember everyone's names and introductions yeah. and like the sponsors and hitting all my like everything I have to say. Yeah, all the showbiz shit. <laughs> while I'm like baked out of my mind, it was tough. And then the the fourth day was a pickup day where we just did like some random shots. And we filmed an intro for the show where we do a time lapse of a camera like going across the room that just focuses on me smoking joints and watching TV. And I had to smoke back to back to back like three joints, or maybe four, which is again not, yeah. not something I do. No, I'd be like on the floor. Yeah, so they call cut. And I remember vividly my first thought being like, Okay, you're going to be fine. First thing you have to remember is just stand up and go sit down somewhere where you're safe and where no one's going to look at you. So I, like, in a full panic, like, stand up slowly and, like, slowly creep over to a couch in the corner. And I'm sitting there literally thinking about, like, where can I go hide until this dies down because there's too many people around right now. And as I'm in this state, the door swings open, the light shines in, and in walks Steve Urkel. Julia White, he walks directly up to me and says, hey, Tyler, how's it going? And I literally told him I can't do this right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Inducing, for sure. But I like the challenge. That's the, the one really? thing oh. I like. <laughs> the thing I like about drugs. <laughs> it's the challenge. Is the challenge, yeah. No, I think I know what you mean. Like keeping it cool. Yeah, not kinda. letting this drug completely like yeah. overrule your own choices. You're stronger than <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, but I, and I like that battle. Yeah, I like that shit too. Yeah. I, there was a few months that ago, I did so like I did like eight grams of shrooms, 
and I'm lying in my bathtub, and I close my eyes, and it's like just bad things. It was like all red, <laughs> and like I won't go into detail, but I saw horrible things, and I opened up my eyes in a panic. And then I thought, all right, now I'm gonna close my eyes until that goes away. And then, like, conquered it and felt great about it. Whereas I think a lot of people would, like, have a bad drug experience. I had a phenomenal one because I had a bad experience and was better for it. Worked through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. That's like school. That's like going to drug school. (laughs) Yeah. Drug school is not made up at all. I want drugs to just be like super pleasant, at, like, and if anything bad happens, I'm yeah. like very yeah. angry at the experience. See, I don't. I only do drugs, and I'll, I'll only do psychedelics. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I don't do anything to like go out or party or just to feel weird. I'll never do drugs just for the sake of doing them. I'll do it for like a therapeutic reason or to work through something or if uh, I'm not feeling creative and need to like come up with ideas, I use them. That's I don't what Mike's approach is, too. No, he likes to, like, go inwards. Yeah. His favorite's, like, acid. Yeah. And then he'll, like, change his whole perspective and shit. Yeah. That's it'll like, do that. I really respect people like that because it feels like you're trying to grow as a human being. Totally. And I really respect... I'm too scared. I think I'm too scared to grow. Like, I think I'm scared of facing so, it. So, have you ever done shrooms? I've done mushrooms. Okay. And that went well. That yeah. I found giggly and funny. I didn't have any huge moments of thought. I find... Yeah, because you kind of got to, like, sit with it alone. Yeah, more. that's it. I saw some shit, but it didn't reveal anything. Yeah. It was still very... Oh, I've had some life-changing experiences. Because it actually does, like, connect neurological pathways that otherwise Yeah, don't. that's it. Mike wants me to microdose for, like, anxiety and stuff. He's yeah. been trying to get me to do that for a while now. He thinks it would be helpful. It would work. I'm, yeah, because the thing I always tell people that are afraid to do drugs is the thing you're afraid of is the thing it probably fixes but like it's so but the people who are afraid to do drugs I don't think they know why they're afraid but I do know in because being with someone who does drugs in that way like but they're being like what they're scared of is a real thing like people don't want to face their the reality of their lives totally and yeah. themselves yeah so it, when they say they're scared to do that everything yeah, yeah that's it like they're really scared of like I don't think they know why they're scared but it's like it's gonna show you some shit that you don't want to know about yourself yeah totally I uh I was like pitching mushrooms to a, a close friend of mine saying like he would love it we'd have a great time and he was finally like all right fine let's do it and we did it together and then he got into this like why why are you even friends with me why do you hang out with me like is this all one big joke like and he got i was like holy shit you're like one of my favorite people what are you talking about but it was so eye-opening that he that's where he went yeah yeah and uh i it's but so then when you bad trip is it just that you're literally not ready to face these things I think so. That's why I love a bad trip. The bad trip is the the good part. Yeah, you're like I'm getting the shit done. Like, yeah, that I'm that's here the for. useful part. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Yeah, I don't want to just see things. Yeah, I want to deal get with better. things. Yeah. Topics of high importance. A podcast where we get high and explore food, science, gaming, pop culture, and beyond. Filled with super tangents, forgetful flubs, and that awkward kind of tension that can only be produced by a married couple. Topics of high importance on the Upford Network. Join us, won't you? (laughs) 
I don't. So mine says, "Do you have any memories that were at that? Sorry, do you have any memories that the mere thought of makes you embarrassed?" I don't. I don't really. I. I don't think I have the embarrassment. Gene. Uh, Gene. No. Yeah. Oh, nice. You like, can nothing really. I've pissed myself on Instagram. It's like really on purpose yeah, or on by purpose. accident. Yeah, during the uh, ice bucket challenge. So uh, by accident. Remember? No. Remember? Remember when everyone was doing <laughs> the ice accident? bucket challenges? Yeah. So I did one. Wearing like gray sweatpants and like you know at the beginning you talk like who nominated you and who you're nominating yeah. and I just like am pissing myself <laughs> and then pour the bucket okay, on my so head. Okay, so it was on purpose. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, but if it wasn't on purpose, yeah. I would still post it. Okay. <laughs> would you be embarrassed? I don't think so. What's like the most embarrassing that can happen? Like pull yeah. your pants, pretty much. I feel like I've done that too. <laughs> but did people know about it? Sometimes. Sometimes it's happened a lot. I don't know. Uh, like, what's embarrassing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have any. I think you have to... You have to have more uh, value on others' opinions to get embarrassed. Mm, are you, you're which good with I, that? Which I'm pretty good with. Okay, yeah. So yeah. maybe that's it. I don't maybe. know. Yeah. Are you a no. Okay, just wondering. I'm a, I actually, I, I've been like reading up on it. Like every, I'm a Cancer. Oh. And everything okay. I read is pretty accurate. That's I'll, the thing with astrology. Like yeah. I believe in it, but people are like, "Why do you believe?" It's like, no, I don't care if believe in it. Whatever, it's fucking accurate. Yeah. Man. You can see what you <laughs> want about weird. it. It's weird. Because I don't believe in it, but it's all true. That's it. Like I don't <laughs> care. I have no reason to say yes this, but if you read enough about it, it's yeah. like yeah, weird. It's, yeah. No, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. It's I like, converted it's too. It's too I, accurate. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm embarrassed of is that I believe it. <laughs> I got very, uh, like, very addicted to self improvement. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like between the career coach and I also started uh, going to therapy like uh, about a year and a half ago, and oh, all shit. of that. And that's when I started doing mushrooms also. Mm. So like all of those things was just like. Wow, I'm I'm here right now, and I could. There's like no ceiling on where I could go. Let's That's let's where do this. He is in his life. He's very much like in yeah. that place. Of yeah, like Definitely. being obsessed with bettering. Yeah, himself. I love yeah, that. Hundred percent. I went through like a a really shitty breakup, which is like the best catalyst for that. <laughs> It'll, like, yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll change. The yeah, because you know what? I I use the analogy that I feel like I was, I was a two story house, and then what that did was bulldoze the house but it allowed for a sounder foundation to build up to a skyscraper now yeah what I, yeah no for sure was like it a was, bit of a codependent relationship um i was definitely like head over heels and like she was into it but i think i was like i i kind of lost being myself okay you were, was like, that was you, so perfect what, yeah what do you want to eat like let me do whatever you need what do you want to watch what do you want to do and like i stopped being a person and just existed for her and eventually over time she was like this isn't the guy that i liked <laughs> which makes sense in, in hindsight yeah 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 no i can uh yeah yeah i can relate to i mean uh, the, the relationship is the perfect place to put that shit for sure yeah, yeah. No, it's hard. It's good. It's it's hard to make that decision that you're gonna. It's hard to be with someone who decides out of nowhere that they're gonna like change their. Entire you think so? Uh, yeah. Well, it's like it's pressure on my end now That's to true, like huh? have to because you're not gonna like you allow get left for behind. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna play this Wyclef Kenny Rogers now. Yeah.
of that exact song it's a remix <laughs> oh yeah oh my god but it's not a remix right it's a reinterpretation it's yeah it's kind of like, like a, a, rem- cover a remake more. yeah okay yeah. that's cuz a remix would be super weird if you just change the beat a bit like added drums it's kind of what happens, and, and, <laughs> then, <laughs> kind of a and, and then and then Wyclef just yells a bit. That's so weird. Why you know, did he choose this song? Yeah, so he's called Wyclef, the Gambler Remix. Wyclef makes some interesting choices. He does, man. He's a cool. You know, what I was, you know what I was <laughs> listening to this morning that like really doesn't hold up over time is the song he did with The Rock. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I haven't heard that in so long. It's so funny that The Rock's like an A-list celebrity now. Yeah, that's just crazy. That? That is crazy. I you had were, such you a, were a crush. Rock fan, right? A fan is not the word. I had a crush on this really? man. Would you be? Would no, you be? I was obs- like, I was in love with him. Like, I was in love with him what, to a degree. What uh, era are we talking? Um, yeah, like, like it doesn't matter. Okay, era. like the eyebrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, Versace shirts open. Exactly. He wasn't an actor yet. No, no, he was still pure wrestler. Yeah, he, he just tried out for the mummy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I had his book. Yeah, I have that book. I read that book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I got it from your place. Yeah, your mom's you just, house. You just read my copy. It, That's took not me, it took me the time it takes to drive from Hudson to downtown, which is like 35 <laughs> minutes to read this entire yeah, the no, font book. It's so big. Huge. Oh, right. The font was huge. Because I also read there was a Mick Foley one that was that like 900 was a pages. Real book. Yeah. That was a real book. The Rocks was like. Yeah. No, it hurt me how much I loved him. Like, Because I, I knew I was never going to be with him. Yeah. It felt like the worst feeling uh, <laughs> ever. That's a damn shame. He was married. I was like devastated. I guess he is married. I've never seen his wife. No, they divorced a long time yeah. ago. He's remarried. He's yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, someone that was horrible. Act- someone actually told me yesterday that I'm in, I'm in the perfect phase of my life as like a single, doing fine thirty year old to nab like. Uh, a female celebrity that I grew up with a crush on. <laughs> it's the perfect time for this. Is there one in particular? I can't think of like a specific one, but like my friend yesterday was like, "Your your window is like two years left on this." So she's about and what forty five? Yeah, she like would for, be? yeah. Okay. The first thought that came to mind was Trish Stratus. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, where is Trish Stratus? Toronto. Oh, that's possible. Yeah, what yeah. is she? So you've already like? tracked her down. And <laughs> yeah, I just I'm waiting to make the move. Oh my god! <laughs> it was like it's mean when little kids have crushes like that because it's like like when you see those girls crying for NSYNC and stuff back in the day, yeah. like that's real, man. Like saw, it's devastating. I saw a tweet yesterday. Some girl was like, <laughs> "When I was 14, I shaved my vaginas for my vagina for a Jonas Brothers concert. What did I think was gonna happen?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, it's true. Like you, you really think maybe there's some way. That this could possibly happen It's horrible but That what could possibly Yeah <laughs> That's like, the question That The Rock would have seen me Been like I guess I will Throw it all away For like A 15 year old Girl From Montreal Who's here with her brother Like maybe I will do that Maybe that makes any sense Like It feels that way You're like Maybe Fair enough Okay can you help me design a building? Chicago called me. <laughs> Chicago, just the city. <laughs> Said they want a building. I don't even know where to start. Tall, short, fat, skinny, glass, gold. Two. 
Oh, okay. I thought this was gonna get weird and problematic. <laughs> Two hex hexagonal oops columns with a fucking bridge in the middle. Help a guy out. Uh, yes to the bridge in the middle. I like those buildings that have like a portal between them. Oh yeah, me too. So that's yeah. yes. Um, one of those green roofs because it. Uh, but are you going tall? I'm going tall. In like the classic Chicago fashion, are you? Are you going really tall? Like all glass windows. Yeah, I'll do glass if it's like I don't know. What's like the most like environmentally sound at this point? Is glass good? I, I don't know. Yeah, because you could probably do like solar stuff with the yeah. glass. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. I'm I mean, gonna do... the most environmentally sound is probably just clay and water. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> you just let it dry. Yeah. Okay, that one then. But thirty stories high. <laughs> hey man, I, don't, I am no architect or engineer. I've never claimed so. to be one. Yeah, I would do the column in the middle, the green roof with the trees and the grass, and like some vegetable planting. And uh, solar panels. Oh yeah, I like that. I like green buildings. Yeah, with a lot of a lot of plants. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I would do stairs, no elevators. So. Cool. Really? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right, folks. That's insane. <laughs> some good quads by the end of the the summer. Is that okay. the butt it's or the front quads? Is that like the quad front? is the back? The back. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, good quads. Good quads. It's the only building where, like, the executives are on the bottom floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't want to yeah. walk. They're lazy butts. Yeah. Completely. Man, if this guy makes his building, are you going to want some money for it or something? Or? No, just, like, one location within the building. Like, how a, many, like a room. A room. How many secret library <laughs> doors? Ooh, With a book. Yeah. <laughs> every door. Is every, every door. <laughs> literally every door. Lots of slides. <laughs> Stairs up but slides down. Oh man, it's like a kid literally designed this building. <laughs> like children. It's weird. Yeah, because you have to own the the silence, the like, the boo. Yeah, you yeah, have to own that moment. That's I actually two nights ago I bombed for the first time and loved it because I got up on stage, started telling jokes, and no one was laughing. And I got flustered, and I got nervous, and I, I forgot what I wanted to say, and I rushed through, through things. And then I got off stage and was like, holy shit, like, that's a real thing that I was super uncomfortable with. And I'm very <laughs> excited to get good at being comfortable without needing the response. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah. it's inherent no, with it's the true. process. I had a friend growing up who his thing was that he enjoyed making uncomfortable situations because he was practicing getting comfortable yeah exactly and then like from that point on he's good in everything yeah exactly he's never uncomfortable wow i used to i remember being like 13 14 i would walk around i'd put like a few slices of pickle in my sock (laughs) just to go places and like notice notice if anyone was picking up on it and if anyone smelt pickle and I go like, like if you could see it in the face of someone <laughs> smelling and I'd be like smell like pickle in here and never reveal that it was coming from me but just to have something with someone some sort of is that a gag what is that it's nothing it's crazy <laughs> no that's a gag that's a gag it's, ju- it's for no one to laugh at though I don't know <laughs> yeah. if it's a gag it's for me to go home and be like got him <laughs> done and so, th- are you going to pursue the stand-up thing? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to like. I don't. I. I don't expect. Is this it. something you were like thinking about for a long, long time? Long time. Yeah? I've written yeah. like 
for years. Oh, you were and I'm just like a student of it. I just up? never. I didn't go up because I knew I would get hooked to it. It's the same reason I didn't smoke weed, because I was like, I'm going to love this. So I didn't smoke weed till I was older. Is it the lifestyle you were scared of? Like, becoming a nomad? and a- uh, No, it's more just I have so much on my plate that, like, this is going to shove things out. I know that. But what if you're super successful at this, and it shoves things out because, Maybe. like, this is what you're making all your money yeah. doing? I think the reason I'm so excited about it right now is because, like I said before, like, when you have to do things, even if it's great things, when you have to do it, it becomes annoying. So what I really love about stand-up right now is I have no expectation. I don't mm. want this to be a career. I don't want this to pay me. It's just something I really enjoy doing and want to pursue. Um, my so fear is free. like it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna reach a point, uh, like best case and worst case scenario is it reaches a point where I'm like successful at it, and then it's something I have to do, and I probably won't anymore at that point. <laughs> you think you you think you'll stop at that point? No, <sighs> no, probably not. No, of course not. What if it's like, what if you become incredibly successful? You're just going to do that and that'll yeah. be your career. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? What if you're the next Dane Cook? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm going for. Are you, are you scared of success? Is that something within you? No. No? Okay. You no. welcome success? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I welcome success on the, um, caveat that it's like for something I'm proud of mm. I'm not someone who cares to like go viral or be famous just to for the sake of that only if it's something that I'm proud of creating that gets appreciated then I love that mm. like yeah. even even um, like post epic mealtime I like held a lot of resentment towards it because things didn't really end that well and I like hated when I would get stopped because of it or ask for pictures and stuff like oh, that. Like just, I would always angry. I would, the whole... I would do it, but I would feel bad because I'm like, oh, that's not even me anymore. And now I'm like this lesser than thing that I used to be. Um, so I had like a lot of resentment towards it. And over the last couple of years, like if I'm getting stopped or asked for a picture or something, it's because someone really loved a thing I made. And that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I sort of have, like, re-grown, uh, like, enough, like, uh, comfortable with it. So, all, do you feel like all the resentment's gone, or do you feel like at least most of it's gone? Do you yeah, hold no, a little? No, no you let I it hold, all go? I hold nothing negative for anyone, anywhere. That's very important. Yeah. That is an important place to get it's to. It's a waste. Yeah, well, no, it is. Especially if you're trying to grow and fucking be yeah. more positive and shit. Yeah, it's no Can't use. Can't hold on to that. No use. It just no. brings you right back down. Yeah. What I think is the most useful thing, any bad relationships I've ever had in my life, the, like, it's just you put up with that, you tolerated that for your own reasons. Yeah. And that's what you have to, like, yeah. look at. Like, whatever they did, unless someone, like, literally abused you or, like, right. held you down and raped you or something, but, like, any any toxicity in your life, most of it, you were sitting there. You needed that in your life at that point yeah. for whatever reason it was. And it's it's always obviously like tough when you're in it to yeah. realize that, but like it's it's never zero percent your responsibility. Exactly, that's it. Everyone likes to look at it like like they did this to me. It's like no, you waited in right. there for years, yeah. and, and why even, did you do that? Even like Epic Meal Time, I knew it was a shit deal a year and a half before leaving. But I stuck around because we were still growing. I was still getting benefits from it. I was still meeting people and networking and traveling and honing new skills. And, like, I was still feeling fulfilled doing it, even though I wasn't happy there. Um, And, like, I I feel like I 
left at the perfect time. In hindsight, the the, the exits, I didn't really have a strategy. I, that's the one thing I would have changed, mm. is, like, leave with something to do. Yeah. But the timing was perfect in, in hindsight, like, for what it went on to do after I left. Yeah, well, definitely, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's still kicking in some capacity, right? They still do it, yeah. Yeah. That's a long time to be eating big sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big sandwiches. That that's basically <laughs> what it's become, though. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I haven't Anytime watched... Anytime I've seen a YouTube video go by, it's just a big yeah. sandwich. Oh, okay. Well, because, like, the main food guy left. We had, like, Josh was doing all the cooking. Oh, okay. And he was, like, a brilliant food, like, coming up with crazy concoctions. And then he left about, like, two years ago. Okay. And now it's just like, we're just going to make things big. <laughs> okay, yeah, because it's just big food that I've yeah, seen. I haven't watched one in a long time. Izzy the Hatchery. Yeah. No. Tyler thought he did episode one six years ago, Mike. Yeah, six. when was the last time When was the last time I was on this? This was tw- like 2016. 16, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said six years ago. Like, I guess so, yeah, because I was already living in St. Henry. Yeah, I remember you I've only been about... here for like four and a half. Mm. Yeah, definitely 2016. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. funny. Time <laughs> flies, but not, not quite that yeah. fast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. That's crazy. Bern, do you got a podcast list? No, I don't. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, well, here, I'll do mine real quick. What okay. we do here is that sometimes throughout the week we just write things down and then we say it on the podcast. <laughs> we don't have to talk about these things, but if you feel like it, we will. And it's always a list? Yeah, it's just a list of shit. Cool. I <laughs> like it. Shit. I, I got one. Okay, even better. You go first. Yeah, you know, that's perfect. I, I did a list yesterday. Oh right. my God. Uh, wouldn't it be kind of cool to die from a volcano? No pun intended, obviously. I don't know. But it's kind of like. Where's the pun? Ooh, cool volcano. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but that's not the point. The point is that an anti-pun. That'd be crazy. <laughs> exactly. Imagine you got up and you just looked out the window, and then this giant mountain just spit out fire, <laughs> and it slowly started taking over the entire city. That's as far as ways of dying. That's pretty cool. Lava, hot lava. Yes, yeah. I mean it's terrible. Terrible. Yeah. It's super terrible. It incinerates too fast. It's a good story to tell yeah. us <laughs> if there's an afterlife. Yeah, you've got a great story. Well, I mean, you've seen that guy in Pompeii who died masturbating. Yeah, apparently that's, pretty that's cool. a myth. But Goes whatever. down in history, right? Who had a myth? How? And not th- he is holding his penis, but <laughs> he's holding his dick. <laughs> he's trying to crank one quick one out before he's done. <laughs> I'd rather die from lava than an avalanche and being buried under the snow yes. or and drown. just waiting. Yeah, even yeah. drowning. Yeah. Oh, really? So yeah. I'll take it. Those are longer processes. Lava is like, please, you're yeah. done. Yeah, and if you know you're done, like just yeah. dive in deeper. It happens faster. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Al Pacino said, every take is a rehearsal. That's just dope. Every take is is a rehearsal. Wait. So you always, like, his theory is, like, when you're filming a movie, but I think this applies to everything, is, like, every take is a rehearsal. It's, like, you should be trying things at all times. Mm, Cool. You know what I mean? That's his. That's uh, the takeaway. Because I I interpreted it as, like, eh, nothing's that serious. It's all just practice. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of true. But I too. like, but I do like that mentality of yeah. like try try things out. Yeah, just try. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how everything in hindsight almost seems perfect, right? Like you're like, <laughs> life is like everything happened yeah. like perfectly. My, 
my only my only regret in that process is something that was out of my control so i don't hold any like bad feelings it's just like i know what that could have been and instead what it became which is like still to this day disappointing but that's it mm, yeah yeah but like it could have been it was supposed to be like we were supposed to be the next jackass Yes, like as a crew sti- yeah. sticking together. Like there was there was so much potential to take it notches up rather than just like be a blip that slowly fades. Yeah. Is it becoming? Did, yeah. Did it become like a quick? Because that's what happens, right? People build something and then you could hold on to it longer and make it something bigger, or you could mo- yeah. or you could just get something out of it right away. Well, and you that's have what, to you have to innovate. That's it. Like I was writing them all. I wrote all the scripts and I was like begging to try new things, and they were like, "No, we, we stay the course. This we do working. what they expect." And after like, I did it for three and a half years, and I was like, "There's only so many ways to yell bacon." Yeah, you found them all. You think you think you got all of them? <laughs> I mean, with, with a few years off now, if I jump back in, I think I could do some fresh ones. <laughs> do you think any, there's any like lasting influence from it? You know, what you I mean? know, like, I oft, I often think about because you know, like there was that huge bacon craze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I often think if we rode that or if we started yeah, that, yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Because it was identical. Like, before we started, there was no bacon anything. And then five months later, there's bacon toothpaste and air fresheners and lubes. And there's everything's bacon. I think, not to sound like full of myself, I think we did that. (laughs) Not to be full of myself, I think... I think we made bacon. Yeah, I think, I think bacon owes me a lot of money. You have a lot of like angry pigs out there, like just yeah. like eyeing you. Yeah, that's, that's why sad. people find it so funny. I'm vegan now. Yeah, well, because like I ate enough meat for one lifetime, forever. <laughs> that's all I got for this one. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That breast milk thing is pretty crazy. It is crazy. But I mean, flamingos, pigeons, and penguins. That's like a pretty random group. Yeah, there's something there. Do you think there's anything that us three... All do? Do that, like, most people don't do. That we happen to do. Oh, I'm scared. I don't know. It's so hard. We live in St. Henry. A lot of people live in St. Henry. Yeah, but not in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, in a universal <laughs> sense, not that many. Not that many. <laughs> That's true. We're, what, 5,000 people? <laughs> it's true. Like, point oh 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 oh. Yeah, come on. One percent. That's pretty rare. So that's debunked. Can't believe you have a list. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I put it on Instagram yesterday, but like you know, like the the close friends option. Oh. Because I didn't want I didn't want to like because it's so like trigger warning. Because I thought it would be a fun list to make of the top ten songs to kill yourself to. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is a safe space. We can okay. talk about this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So on I I did a top five, but I think I thought about it more, and there's some good ones. <laughs> But the top ten songs to kill yourself to. I put number... I'll go from five. Um, I put Freebird. I don't know Leonard, Leonard Skinner. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I put... Um, it was... Uh, it's My Party. It's and I can cry to Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is horrible to kill yourself to. <laughs> that is a horror movie. That's very yeah. apropos. I um, like that one. What else was there? 
Anyways, the number one I put was All I Have to Do is Dream by the Everly Brothers. You know the song. I could... We're about to yeah. kill ourselves. <laughs> this is a cult podcast. <laughs> We've been drinking poison. And it's about to kick in. What about Life is a Highway? Life is a... I find that's a bit more motivating. That oh, I put, uh, I put White Rabbit. By oh, Jefferson Airplane. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Everly Brothers. <laughs> it was all about light beer. <laughs> you know the song. This is this is number one for me. This is number one. So it's a way to to send yourself off nicely. It's like something to like yeah. Because this one is like yeah. This would be. It's yeah, like a nice I mean, send off. A lot, of, a lot of ways to look at it. Yeah, like, exactly. Are you, are, are you, is this song making you kill yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or are you trying to yeah, no, like, I think it's more like into It's it? more like if you've reached the point where you've made that decision, here's a playlist for you to use. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay, it's a playlist. Yeah. 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 I, just, I wonder if I'd want to listen to something sad or something happy. Like maybe listening to something sad while you're killing yourself is just yeah, too it's, much. It's a bit on the nose. <laughs> it's a little on yeah. the nose. Like when I used to, uh, I used to play basketball and to get like hyped up before games during layup lines and stuff. Because on the speakers they'd play like loud, angry rap music. <laughs> but I find for me, when I played, I was a very physical player and I'd love like hitting and bumping into people and shoving and whatnot. Using the weight. Exactly. I love being physical on the court, so I would listen. To exclusively in headphones like Marvin Gaye. <laughs> okay. And yeah. that gets me so tranquil to like go out and hurt people. Yeah. No, I like that. That's like a serial killer. A For little sure. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> For sure. A little bit. <laughs> For sure, like hundred percent. Yeah. This is a nice song. It's a great song. I think the whole my I forget the whole list, but they were all good songs in theory. <laughs> You, I know that's what I wonder. Do you want to, I don't think you want to listen to anything. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I guess it's it's pretty dark. Norm has a Norm has a great bit. One of my favorite stand-up bits where he's like, you hear about all these uh, you hear about all these people killing themselves, and it's such a a travesty. And they everyone asks why? How could they do such a thing? And why why would they do such a thing? And it's like you don't get it. You never heard about life. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. That's his whole bit. <laughs> Life is brutal, man. Oh man, yeah. I would be so shy in those scenarios, like you said. Like I at first, talk I was. Any, I'd be like, just no. Yeah, everyone's nobody. <laughs> yeah, you just get over it. Yeah, exactly. Like anyway, you're confident, Kim Kardashian right? wipes her ass, right? Yeah, or so pays say. someone a lot of money <laughs> to. Like Oprah gets diarrhea sometimes. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> for, sure. for sure. For sure. For sure. Dirty bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Big oh, plops. <laughs> I really might get so mad at me because I laugh a lot at poo jokes. Like oh, I think nice. they're so funny. I don't know why. I didn't grow up in a poo household at all. You're like, fecophiliac. No, potty humor. Yeah, funny, I love though. poo jokes, and Mike gets sometimes he'll like he'll throw me one as like a gesture. <laughs> it feels like one of the nicest things you do for me. Like it feels like real love. I'm like, it oh, is. It is. Them. I would never do it otherwise. 
Oh man, they make me laugh. I have no idea why. I'm I, the same way. Potty humor is the best. It really gets me. My like, mom, if if you make a fart joke, my mom will like cry tears <laughs> of laughter. I'm the opposite. We didn't even refer to farts in my house growing up. Like it wasn't even. It wasn't. You didn't get in trouble if you talked about it, but it was just like not considered funny at mm-hmm. all. You did not go there. So I don't know why now it's like hilarious. But did you guys talk about shit? No, we didn't talk. It was no. My dad called them BMs. Oh, yeah. did you go BM? Bowel movement. Yeah, yeah. like he was so old. No, <laughs> and that's all we t- we like. Did it was, you go BM? He would say that. Yeah. Did you grammatically? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, it was a verb. <laughs> he you turned take it into a, a verb. BM. Yeah. BM's a noun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. instead he verbed it. So it was like, did you go BM? It was like that's how like clinical it was. Huh. We didn't talk about poo or farts or anything. So, but now I think it's hilarious. Well, I mean, you talked about it. If you're, at, he's asking you if you guys shit yeah, as all a li- the time. <laughs> Good morning. Did you did you shit this morning? No, it was if it had to be talked about. We need to record a new ad for up for discussion. What should we tell people? Tell them we're an emotionally honest comedy podcast. Great. What does that mean? It means we're not afraid to get vulnerable, explore the human side of comedy, and try to become better people along the way. And we make poop jokes. So many poop jokes. With tons of awesome guests like Hank Green, Carrie Poppy, and Cecil Baldwin. Yeah, and poop jokes. The Up for Discussion podcast, available on the Up for Network and wherever fine podcasts are sold. And then at my friend's house, her brothers were like gross teenage boys who like farted and stuff and thought it was funny and I didn't think that was funny at all but anyways now as an adult it's like you know like, what's oh no go something I used to be embarrassed about was like I'm a fan of the wet wipes you got a wet wipe oh okay but I I have a, a brand that's my favorite type because there's aloe vera in it okay so I buy the preparation H wipes Okay. Even though I don't have hemorrhoids, but oh. I love the Preparation H wipes. And I keep them in my bathroom. And every time something someone new comes over, they're yeah, always course. like, what's wrong with your ass? <laughs> of course. But it's better if they bring it up, because then you can explain it. Are you worried about the people who don't bring it up? And you're like, "How do I bring it up? How do I? <laughs> By the way, those wipes in there? <laughs> yeah, it's better when they say yeah. it. Oh, man. Look, I know you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like one step further. You're a bidet. Would you like a bidet? Oh, I would love a yeah. bidet. I know anyone who's uh, a wet white person is a bidet. I'd person. like a bidet. Yeah, I'm not a wet white person. It's you actually crazy that it's 2019 and we still smear paper back there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a. It's so primitive crazy. and stupid. It's ridiculous. That there's no better process than that. I've it's never like, used a bidet. It makes no practical sense whatsoever. No, like, it's true. If you got shit on your arm. And then just wiped it off and kept walking. Yeah. That would be insane, right? No, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I feel like it's gone. I can't see it yeah. with my eyeballs. Yes. So it's Because that's, that's what we do, basically. Well, I mean with my hand. I would no, use like, a, like a tissue. Yeah, exactly. But you wouldn't like run it under the sink or anything? Of course you would run it Honestly. under the this is terrible. Well, I don't know. I feel like I just found something out about you. Okay, but what if when you're looking at your arm, it's gone? Like, it's completely gone. Nah, the knowledge that yeah. there was shit there is, yeah. like, I have to wash it off. Yeah. Okay, yeah, just me have too. To. <laughs> There's a million reasons. Oh, man. There's also a two million reasons why not. Yeah, more but reasons yeah, why not. It. Yeah, exactly. I think more reasons why not. You think so? 
Let's yeah, count. definitely. Let's count right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Number one, dogs. Would be dogs. Yeah. Someone's going to say sex, but sex is maybe also a reason to kill yourself. So. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it goes into both it really categories. Depends. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> do, you, do you go specific places to bomb? Like, are you trying to avoid... To bomb? Like, when oh, you know on stage? That, yeah, like, are you like, are you like I, I, I want to just bomb in peace? No, like, I just started, so whatever, whenever I, like, can get on stage is good. Okay. Um, and I didn't try to bomb, but I was, I was <laughs> in hindsight, glad that I did. Okay, that's yeah. it. Are you always open to the possibility of bombing? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it was only, like, my fifth time on a stage. Oh, okay. Um, and also, for some reason, I did, like, it was, like, five full minutes of shitting on uh, Bobby Darren for some reason. Bobby Who's Darren? Bobby Darren? Bobby Darren sings Splish Splash, I Was Taking a Bath. And oh. He's been dead for like 35 yeah, yeah. years, and I did like a full set just <laughs> shitting all over Bobby Darren. That's risky. Yeah, well, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bad risk. I only know of him because that Kevin Spacey movie. Kevin which Spacey one? played Bobby Darren. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. In which movie? I don't know. I don't know the name. Because I have a whole bit about the song Splish Splash, I Was Taking a Bath. Is so insane. It's about a man who forgot he had a he had company over partying in his living room and took a bath. Oh my god. And then he gets out of the bath and is shocked to remember he has friends over. That's also a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he and he makes sure to specify that they're all teens. Oh, yeah. oh he's not a serial killer. He's a creep. Yeah. And then Kevin Spacey. Yeah, mom. true. True. That remember was great that great Spacey casting. Video? <laughs> yeah. Remember that video he did last year, Kevin yeah, Spacey? That was hilarious. As, as in character? Yeah. 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 That was such in a... In character, yeah. yeah. There's something wrong with that man. Beyond what we already know to be wrong with that man. Like, But, yeah. like, that had to have... Like, so many people had to have seen that before he put it out, though, right? I know. No one stopped him from doing that? Maybe they couldn't stop... Maybe it was like, like unless, oh, I pay you! Unless, like, he filmed it and edited it and uploaded <laughs> yeah. it onto YouTube That's himself. What I wonder. Like, someone wrote that, probably. Yeah. There was someone who's like, oh, I'm really? gonna write this that yeah. makes all these allusions to your actual life, Kevin Spacey. Right. Like, did like, he... Did he hire someone to write it? I don't know. Why couldn't he have just written it himself? I just assumed he he wrote it. Why why couldn't I get that deal? (laughs) (laughs) I want that job. I've been really busy this week writing uh, Kevin Spacey. To write lunatic monologues for (laughs) Kevin Spacey. All right, well, for the next 15 minutes, we're going to have you do a self-portrait. A self-portrait? Yeah, if you reach over right there, there's a bag. It's got some materials in it. All the goodies. Amazing. Uh, I'll ask is you make it the full size of the paper. Okay. Say so you got 50 minutes. Just uh, Have you ever seen my art? Yeah, I've seen all of it. Cool. No. What do you mean? I follow him on Instagram. So you put your I art on art. Instagram? Yeah. So you actually make art? I do. I started oh. painting like a year ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I've sold like 30 paintings. 30 paintings? Yeah. That's a lot of paintings. I know. I, I did it like pretty much as a joke <laughs> and uh then they started selling and i was like i guess i'm a painter now what oh that's crazy i didn't even know yeah he's particularly suited to this yeah do you find something that happens is like when we were talking about selling before people who are creative put so much time and effort into actually creating the thing and then that last 20 percent that is the effort of actually selling uh, getting it out there they like fumble and then they yeah. spend yeah. all that time and energy doing something amazing yeah. that no one ever well that's like a huge i kind of suffer problem. from that because yeah. i i love coming up with an idea and developing it and like making it something that I'm super proud of and happy with, but then the final 20% of, like, 
okay, execute it. That's the hardest part. Yeah. And then all 100%. of the rest was for nothing. And that's like such a waste. What kind of, uh, what kind of picture do you, would you like to see? Oh, it's a self-portrait. You need to express yourself. As the song would say. Ooh. Yeah, you're well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how to get over that hump. In an ideal world, getting over that hump is you have a career a partner. Coach. <laughs> yes, either a career coach or someone who who handles that who part. Handles of it. that part of it. Yeah. But I think artists wait around forever for that second person. Yeah, is 100%. the trap, and they just wait and wait and wait and say, yeah. "When do I have a manager? When do I exactly. have an agent?" Because you just no, want to create. That's, that's it. it. Like, and yeah, you can't just do the thing you want to in life. Is exactly the thing. even like musicians are so great. I know so many great musicians at making music, and that's unfortunately like 10% of being a musician. Exactly. No, that's it. No, that's it. So if you're not going to do the other part, then you may as well not even do the first part is the reality of the situation. (laughs) I guess, but I mean, it's also like... Unless you just enjoy it and are not going to make any career off of it. Yeah, but I mean, there are people who handle this other thing. No. They're never going to... Until you can prove that you can do it on your own, then they'll come along and do it for you. But I don't think anyone's going to come anymore and save, (laughs) like, an artist. (laughs) What? Did you say thanks? No, I said nice. Oh, nice. Because you said I don't think anyone's going to come anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Because even your career coach, all he's doing is coaching you on how to, like, where... But he's not doing it for you. Yeah, how to just think properly, yeah. No, that's it. I think... I don't think it's possible anymore. I mean, of course it's possible. Well, I just don't think it's a prudent move to ever I don't think think. it was ever a prudent move to just sit and wait for it. Yeah. But, I mean, there are people who do those kinds of things, who are particularly, like, talented at those kinds of things. Well, they'll come along and take your operation from from where it's at and grow it for sure yeah, but they're not going to take you at zero they're not well, going to yeah, that's not all gonna I mean like, like you have to make yourself super uncomfortable well you have to make get, yourself seen yeah that's least. it that's it you have no idea how many people approach me with like yo I have this idea for a show oh the worst is ideas eh and like it's, uh, 80's high like 60% of the time they're not bad but that that's irrelevant because the ideas, like, great ideas are dime a dozen. A hundred percent. I love when people find that out. It's, like, so satisfying to me because everyone thinks an idea is the whole thing. Like, there's so many people in life who, like, yeah, but I, I come up with the ideas and stuff. It's, like, that means nothing yeah, in this that's, world. Yeah, that's not anything. <laughs> yeah. No, because then you have to execute it and make it, which is another thing. And then you have to sell it. So, like, please, your idea is... But it's just lazy, right? To be like, I have an idea. It's like, well, do it then. Why are you coming to me? Yeah. Like, go do your idea then. Yeah. Well, doing it is the hard part. Exactly. <laughs> no one wants to actually do it. That's it. I don't like that shit. It's like being all talk, you know? What do you like? Uh... Give me your top three things that you like. <laughs> I accidentally started drawing Andre the Giant. Muffins. That's cool. That's how you see yourself. That's <laughs> how I feel sometimes. You say you like muffins? I love muffins. Baked goods in general is like my jam. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like yeah. pastries over oh candy any day. What? Candy is so far down. The- yeah, no. You like know, a I've final never... meal might be pastry and coffee, hot coffee and pastries. Like your last meal? My last meal. If you know, I had, you it... know what mine would be? What? If I, was, if they, I got to choose a last meal? Bacon. <laughs> no. Uh, Olive Garden's never-ending breadsticks. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I'd go to a buffet. 
Yeah, as long, as long, <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm not done. As long <laughs> as long as you can keep going. Yeah. But just you, you're just the breadsticks, not even the whole buffet. Yeah. Are they good? I've never. <laughs> I've never had them. They're good. I don't know. I've never had them either. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think that was, but I get. I get what you're saying. I'm not, have, have you guys used a bidet? I've used a bidet. Yeah. No, I don't. You've think never so. used one, so you no, just no. know that you like the idea of it. Well, yeah, because it makes sense. The issue with sense. a bidet is, in order to do a good job of cleaning, the mm-hmm. water needs to have a, a legitimate amount of pressure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And now I know which where you're going. starts to get uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of pressure in that area. Yeah. And there's no soap involved, right? No. It's just it's, a straight... Just, yeah, is that like, better? I don't know. Like, you ever take a hose to some sand? <laughs> it doesn't just go away. Exactly. It just moves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think I'm right with the paper on my There's got to be something else. <laughs> Whoever figures that one out makes a billion dollars. I think... I mean, wet wipes is it? I think it's... You're headed in the yeah. right direction. Yeah, wet yeah. wipes. Yeah. I, I think I, they're growing I, in popularity, too. Yeah, they're probably bad for the environment. And you have to you should look at ones without chemicals. You should look at the green ones, I think. Yeah. I don't like that you're putting on those chemicals. I like the aloe vera. The, <laughs> no, the uh the witch hazel. Oh, yeah. not bad. Oh, what's witch hazel? I don't know, it's... but it's on the cover on the packaging. <laughs> I'm surprised they went with witch hazel. That's yeah. pretty cool of them. I just know it's like a toner. Ladies use it as a toner. Oh. So, it's like a natural toner. So these prep H wipes wipes like I know so many women that buy them to like oh. wash their face with. Wow! Which, to, for the way I use them, <laughs> that sounds crazy. That is not where my face. Yeah. Is. I also just love the fact that like it's such a norm nowadays, like for hundreds of years. But the fact that there's just like a designated room in every home to just go do all your gross stuff. Close the door, be as gross as you need, and then come back out and be a person. <laughs> and yeah. pretend it's that so nothing odd. happened. It's so odd, yeah. No, it's true. Especially the ones where the ba- the toilet is literally separately enclosed. <laughs> it's like... Oh, and... It's, like, you know, there's like the, bathroom, the bathroom, that and then means, there's the toilet. Because that means that you have to, like, wipe and then touch the inner doorknob oh, to go wash your hands. That's true. That yeah. doorknob is seen... <sighs> All sorts of things. It's true. Yeah. It's mainly just seeing shit in your <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Definitely the top two things. <laughs> Blood's probably three. Blood is probably um, number one. In a woman's bathroom, yeah. 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 Well, those tend to be home baths. Oh, no, the stalls. In the stalls. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah. <sighs> The amount of blood is ridiculous. <laughs> I'll spare you the details. <laughs> I okay. love the I love the fact that like bread existed, and then someone was like, "I have a better idea." What is it? Bread sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. We try to be gluten free now, but that's the the gluten free world is opening up, so it's okay. Who tries to be gluten free? You and me. I am gluten free. You are, and I'm ninety percent gluten free. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't are. understand your phrasing on No, that it's one. true. You are entirely gluten-free. You like credit. How come you didn't offer anyone your weed? Because, you know... I haven't rolled weed. I don't have weed. What did you smoke before? That was like an herb cigarette? It's a combination of herbs. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like a Wiccan. <laughs> <laughs> Casting spells over there. <laughs> 
smoking. This shit's called mugwort. <laughs> what? Oh my it's called mugwort. That's yeah. some like real witch shit. They, That's they, super they, witch. They put that in preparation H wipes. <laughs> Do they? No. <laughs> mugwort is crazy. Yeah. That's a, I love it. It has like I'm little pieces of wood in it. <laughs> I don't even get it. I don't know what this is. But you smoke it. It's supposed to uh, help with digestion, flatulence, oh. blood circulation, and hypertension, mugwort. Ah. You know what's actually, like, the best for you? It's so cheap, and, like, I find no one's privy to this, is apple cider vinegar. Oh, we're privy, baby. Good. She's all on that. We are a health oh, household. It's so... It's literally fixes everything. No, it's the best. Like, I've had, like ingrown toenails that I just put it on it's fixed <laughs> no, I have a sore throat crazy. take a shot fixed no it's true it helps your eyesight helps your digestion helps everything yeah and yeah. it's like 14 cents for a liter no that's it your biome your gut biome it, it like, helps me fermentation it's the fermentation yeah. yeah fermentation is just it's just the best thing in the world for us anything fermented is like but why the question is why it's the bacteria that's created it's like, because we're all, we're bacteria, so all this antibacterial shit that we digest is mm-hmm. horrible. Everyone yeah, thinks yeah. it's supposed to be antibacterial. No, That's it's true. you're supposed to have good bacteria is the thing. So it it's just introduces bacteria into your system that we need. Okay. They're always trying to get rid of. Right, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Now I know. I love drinking, because people don't like drinking it. I put it in water, and I love the taste. I really? feel like it tastes oh. like lemonade. Oh, I find it's awful. I take oh, a shot yeah. every day, but it's, it tastes like garbage. <laughs> I love it for my head and my face and stuff. My head and my face. My head and my face. <laughs> but it's super good for you, no, for sure. Oh, yeah. I went, like, OD on the health shit at one point, and I was, like, I was super aware of all the health shit, supplements. I'm still into it. I actually wanted to, uh, I wanted to, like, find a, uh, a manufacturing source of apple cider vinegar and call it something else and just market. <laughs> market like the benefits of it and call it another name and charge like $60 a bottle and I bet you people would flock to that no it's true for sure if you're like this thing helps your eyesight helps your digestion uh, like list all the things that it does and be like yeah it's for only $59.99 a bottle <laughs> for 250 milliliters Tyler juice <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I love the sounds of chicadas. Also, love saying chicada. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you enjoy dressing though? Like it, you find fun in it? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I find fun in in items. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I like conversation pieces and stuff like that. I've I have some real silly chains. Okay, so yeah. you use it, but you're not. Are you joking? Are you like making a joke? No, I don't think so. Okay. Would you, are you ever, would you ever Sometimes. be afraid of becoming a caricature? Is that like a thing? I don't think so. You're not afraid of it or you don't think it would happen? Uh, it's, it's, I've never really thought about it. I don't think it would happen because like I kind of already am and have been forever. So like it would be odd if I wore a button up and straight jeans. But in just in your whole, not just in, but in, in your career, is it something you think about or is it something people think about? Like you, to become so much yourself that you know, then you're... Actually, actually I've, I've been contemplating the opposite because I find that when I'm writing, when I'm on a stage or when I'm on a camera, 
I'm always very comfortable as myself, almost to a detriment because I find any great entertainer plays a role. And like you, you talk to uh, whether it's even Letterman or Robin Williams or Jim Carrey or whoever, like they have their regularly Andy Kaufman, like they have their regular personality that their friends and family know, and then they have the public persona. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have that split. I'm just me always. And I've been thinking about that in the mm. opposite context that, like, I should probably develop something that I could, like, turn off when I want. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But then is it a fear that you're not, that who you, that you need to be more exciting <clears throat> when you're on stage? Or is it a fear that you need to cool off when you're off stage and become more of a a regular... I find it, it's not a matter of like cooling off. I'm I'm just very. It's something that comes naturally, and I'm aware that I'm like fortunate to have this. That when a camera is rolling or when there's an audience, I don't feel affected by that. Except for the other night when I wasn't getting laughs, <laughs> which was why it felt so strange. Uh, yeah. Because normally, like I'm I'm so unaffected, typically. Okay. That uh, yeah, I feel like it would be it would be beneficial for me to like develop some sort of persona. Personaness, that's a whole thing. That's yeah. like such a Yeah. I don't know, it's a whole thing. It is. I don't know how I feel about it. Cause I come from I like the school, the idea of like Prince, where he develops a persona and then lives and it. then he just lives this <laughs> yeah. persona. So that yeah, that's and that's sort of the mentality that I've been like toying with. It's similar to like uh uh what's it called? Um uh, when you're an actor and you play a role oh, like method you, method acting, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's similar to that where you just develop like, I've actually spent time sitting down and writing Tyler Lemko as a character. Like, oh, how does he act? What does he like? What does he do? What does he wear? And I've, like, written it out and been like, hey, maybe I'll try, like, like if, if I'm going out to a bar one night, I'm going to go as this guy. And, like, not tell anyone. Most people probably won't notice a difference. But subconsciously, I'm going to play this role tonight. Wow. And I'll do that sometimes. That is such a different approach to life that I've ever considered. From it. It's like it's so it's wild. It's like a real entertainer. Like yeah. that's, that, is that what you call yourself an entertainer? Yeah, I think so. Like within the yeah. slashes, writer, blah yeah, blah blah. Because there's too many things to say. Yeah, but overall, globally, yeah. you're an entertainer. Yeah, I, I struggle quite a bit with like when someone says, "What do you do?" and mm. I don't have a good answer. Uh, sometimes I just say painter because that sounds fun. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the, the term that I landed on was comedy producer. Cause oh. I think comedian people equate to a standup, which yeah. yes. I've done, but I'm not a standup by career, Yeah, but I do comedy. I've been writing comedy for a decade. I produce content. I'm, that's what I do. So I just call it comedy producer. All right. Well, the last words came around. That's what you heard before. Do you guys got any last words? I do. Okay, Mine go. is uh, the top five shooters in NBA history are Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Ray Allen. I don't know. And Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Abdul-Raouf. Yeah, he's, I just love him. That one, but you I might have... not be able to stand by, but I just love him so much. Yeah. I'm putting him up there. He's definitely killing the big three. Yeah, I guess he is now, right? <laughs> you don't his put... Stately, his stately white beard. You don't put a Reggie? Yeah, he's four. Okay. Reggie's four. Thank okay. you. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was someone. Cool. It's pretty dumb that Golden State has one and two. It is fucking it's crazy. <laughs> like it's it's non debatable. Yeah. No, it really it's, isn't it's a, debatable. Yeah, but it's unfortunate. <laughs> Beautiful, actually. I'm gonna say last words, uh 
I hope the Warriors win tonight. Me too. Then I'm like For what reason? Warriors fan oh, or just another game? I mean, it's just like a confluence of events. Yeah. If if Kevin Durant was there, it'd be different. Yeah. Cuz then it's kind of like like Goliath. I want Goliath to right. win. But now they've turned into David, you know? A what little I mean? bit, yeah. And I like the idea of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson coming out on top without Kevin Durant. Yeah. Reclaiming and I just, their glory. Yeah, exactly. And I don't like Toronto fans, really. They're just like, they're not actually basketball fans. Although I, I, I get what you're saying, but I do, I like them because they get into it, whether it, <laughs> oh, yeah, they get into they it. Get real, whereas like Golden State fans, you saw them leaving the arena with two, three minutes left. Mm. That would never happen in Toronto. Yeah, but to be fair, those are like they're accustomed to they're the, the they're the rich Golden State, fans, right? And they're you know also what I mean? it's what is it like five six years in the finals, you get yeah it's, you get like get uh, boring yeah it's like whatever. <laughs> I just don't like that much enthusiasm that Toronto's per. I, I'm 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 a I, I like a cool customer yeah. And this whole Jurassic Park thing is just horrendous to me. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't did like mob guys, mentality. I don't like, like... Did you guys not go the other night? Oh, my... No. <laughs> no. I went. You went? I lasted six minutes and then Why left. Why did you even go? It was, I was like, you know what? It's Let something I want to see. Okay. I want to experience it. I went, saw it, was like, okay, got it, <laughs> and left. <laughs> was it bad? Like, were you horrified? It was poorly organized. Mm, I heard that there was, there was like one, one screen. screen and... Maybe twenty percent of the people could see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there was a lot of people. What is Chikata? Ills is like in the cricket family. Like uh, we're listening to Chikatas right now. It's probably just crickets. That's what that is. I mean, this could be just crickets. Yes, okay. I can't verify that it's Chikatas, but they told me it was Chikatas, and I have no reason to doubt them. Mm, yeah, no. Okay, I like thinking that they're Chikatas also. Mm-hmm. It puts us in Spanish lands. Like yeah. This. Yeah, feels like we're at a barbecue in Brazil. Mm, that's not Spanish lands. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's Portuguese lands. Prior. Have, have you seen the um, the Letterman Netflix show? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I loved it. So what we were talking about earlier about like interviewing, I find he does such a fantastic job at just like. Only he only says something when it's such a good thing to say. Yes, he doesn't. He, yeah, break it. But, yeah, and he well, there's a levity but a seriousness at the same time. Yeah, so yeah. good. He's so phenomenal. Yeah, no, it's true. He could literally do no wrong. That guy, I love him. Oh, you love him. Yeah, I you like guys, Letterman too. Yeah, you I guys love have a lot of similar. There's a lot of things that I'm like, that's exactly the way Mike feels. <laughs> Letterman's the greatest, man. Yeah, he is. He he's really, always been. He, he really, he's literally always been. Yeah, and he doesn't give a shit who he's talking to. He treats everyone the same. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best. Yeah. He fucks up and he just admits it. Yeah. It's like, look, I fucked up. You talking about the sex thing? Or just yeah. in general? Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, he seems like a decent uh, person. I love decency. As I get older, I love decent people. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, it's yeah. so rare now. Yeah. Like, if... Like, you don't have to be friendly, you don't have to be nice, you don't have to be... I mean, I'll take those things, obviously, but uh, but being decent is, like, top. Yeah. It's And it's not hard to just not be shitty. No, it's not. People don't realize that. I mean, is it hard? When you think about the people who are, like, 
there's a lot there's a lot of people who are shitty and then when you like you're like when you when you're like oh it's okay we can fix this and you start digging at the shittiness and you're like oh we can't fix it like this is so deep your shittiness yeah. like this and, goes and you can't so... fix someone that doesn't want to no, fix themselves that's the biggest thing too yeah. but some people's shittiness is remarkably deep actually it's not just oh tweak this tweak that it's like <laughs> oh there's the layers to your dra- your trauma yeah. and your, mm-hmm. your fucked up shit yeah. oh your parents are shitty too yeah <laughs> Yeah, even in, outside of parents, just in general, like people have such a hard time admitting their own faults and admitting like what they need to work on and improve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, entirely. That's again, like that's the exciting part. I think. I don't think most people even know, let alone admitting it. I don't even think they can see it. I don't yeah. think they can get to the point where they can even acknowledge it in the first place. It's deep. People's shit is really deep. I'm done. You're done. Did yeah. you sign it? He's right. going to tell you to yeah, sign, you it. sign it. I did. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah, you don't get he yeah. does Please, this. Please, he's I'm a an, painter. I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> he does this. Are you proud of it before you show it to us? I want to um, know how I should tailor my reaction. It's a it's a six and a half. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> it's good. Did you do the t-shirt you're wearing right now? No. Okay. I just did a face. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Ready? Yeah, Set. Yeah. Oh, oh I like it, nice actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is the blue a bandana or the hair? Bandana. Okay. Because Do I don't have hair, so I figured <laughs> it's. I, I, it was a choice to leave it empty up there. I like it. <laughs> one of my favorites. Thanks. Ooh, one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. I like the use of color. Thanks. Yes. I appreciate the use of color. Yeah, that's it. You'd be surprised by how few people use color. Yeah. They just come at it with one color. Really? Just one. That's most Why? people in life in general. People don't I wear a lot is, of color. Huh? People don't. Yeah, I not me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone the other day asked like uh, about my fashion choices. I was like, I don't know. Whatever's clean and nearest me when I get dressed. <laughs> you, but you, you make you go I, above and beyond. Yeah, I make no conscious. Well, I, mean, I just you mean must you care have like to a certain extent. I care when Otherwise I when I purchase things yeah, and exactly. when I make like I made this. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I don't like when I get dressed. It's not like what's gonna work. Yeah. But you, you have an idea of how you represent yourself to the world. Like yeah. you have a an image. I yeah. would say pro wrestler at Woodstock. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. That was fun. fun. Yeah, super fun. You can see your Instagram if you want, but Michael probably cut it. Uh, it's, I'm at <laughs> T Lampko on everything. There you go. Yeah, Mike, you got it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Eight or nine? No, seven now with the game. 